This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Now we're talking indeed, of course, as we inch closer to the top of three o'clock. This is where we'll be saying goodbye to you and welcoming in a new show, this being the Power Up. But before we let you go, we're going to be giving you some sort of a crash course of some sort <laughs> in terms of the world of artificial intelligence. Loazi is one person that will school us here where the transformation of the workforce in South Africa is concerned. I told you guys that technology is here with us fast and approaching. Others even talking about the fifth industrial revolution. Uh, we're talking about artificial intelligence and you can't really really avoid it uh, when you look at it, uh, which is why we're seeing a lot and lot and lot of companies uh, just moving here to push for productivity, to push for innovation. Uh, they're also trying to be agile here and not be left behind where the future of work is concerned because technology is here. You can't avoid it, like I said. So, so, so you need to get, get on with the program here. But also, one of the things that have been interesting in this particular regime and this move has been how a lot of people tend to become anxious around the future where technology is concerned, artificial intelligence. Often you hear people talking about whether these robots are coming here uh, to steal our work or how do we actually coexist uh, with all of these machines that are moving up and down and doing more or less the same things uh, that uh, we are doing. So uh, th- that's where we find ourselves. I must tell you uh, there is a space for everyone and Lazi here uh, will confirm uh, that with us. We're on 0861 We're running behind the hashtag PowerZone this morning. We also go by at Power FM 987. We're railing behind that particular hashtag. I'm at Katlero Lerodi underscore. Uh, let's go until the hour at three o'clock. Loazi, compliments. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Happy 2024, It's so good to be back. <laughs> yeah, no, man. It's so good to uh, also have you uh, back on the show in terms of the work that you've been doing over time. And and I, I and I know very well that uh, technology is one of the things that really, really uh, we've seen you rally uh, behind in terms of ensuring that no one is left behind. We're looking at the world of work, the future, uh, and how it looks like in terms of the transformation of the workforce uh, here in South Africa, whether you like it or not, AI is here. Oh, no, absolutely. You know, during my time off, uh, and hello to all the listeners at Power <laughs> FM. You know, I have to say that. And I wish everybody a great 2024. I think it's going to be a good year. Yeah. And, yeah, and on that, um, I, during the holidays, I spent some time just, I said to myself, you know what? There's technology and then there's artificial intelligence. What's yeah. the fuss and what's the difference? And I spent time looking at tutorials and just getting an understanding of what it is and the whole buzzword around data analytics. And I found that uh, this is something to prepare for. And, and, and 2024 has been viewed as one of those years where it's going to be a huge year with regards to um, we're going to see practical application of uh, what uh, AI can do. Uh, and in the workspace, as much as in education, but in the workspace as well. And I thought it's a great opportunity to prepare the workforce 
and parents. You know, as kids go back to school, I love the the, the, the topic you just had now. Mm. We worry a lot about what kids can do in their spare time and so forth. Parents want really innovative stuff for them, for their kids to do. Not all of them are sportsmen. And there's a lot uh, within AI for the schools, for children, for young people to keep busy uh, and upskill themselves. Also for the workforce of the future from now on moving ahead. There's just so much. And uh, I just published an article uh, on on my blog New Times Global, I've, uh, I've I've added a downloadable free PDF of the National Digital and Future Skills Strategy from our government, and I've also got on LinkedIn 22 free download of 22 tools that uh, people can use and get to understand what AI can do to improve their productivity. Yeah. Also, when you look at it, I was just jokingly saying it now that a lot of people don't tend to understand where we find ourselves. AI brought a lot of anxiety as well in terms of how the workspace is going to look like. How do people then tend to coexist with robots in a way that we won't now be finding competition that is unfair in this particular regard? That's a good question, and it's all about preparation. You know, there's a saying um, that says opportunity meets preparation, and it works just like that with success. And so often in Africa, we find ourselves always being the last generation of people to find out about things. So the great thing with AI is that we can now prepare ourselves. In South Africa, uh, we, we, we rank 45th out of 172 um, nations in the index, I think the PwC index, uh, but it's on my article, and uh, that's not that bad. You know, uh, we are at a point in South Africa where those that are working, because of the internet, and and I cannot stress this a lot, people can always Google. Uh, because of the internet, we are able to upskill. There's free courses, and what I would say is, in our spare time, whether it's lunch break or when we are, we've got time on ourselves back at home. Let's start Googling and finding out what is AI about. But most importantly, we shouldn't be scared of robots. You know, what we should look at everything as, it's going to assist us, our productivity. Because these things that we find at work could be tedious. AI is there to make that even easier, especially for those that work with computers at work. Let me just start there because majority of people have got to work with computers, there's deadlines and there's so forth. We all have deadlines at work. Understanding AI can assist us not to work less, but to improve productivity. So we need to look at these guys if you want to animate them and, and look at them as like these groups of human beings that are or robots that are coming through to take over our jobs. These are going to be our assistants. Remember, we control the programming behind it. We can also go ahead and study that. People just need to start up skilling themselves and familiarizing themselves the same way we did with social media. I think now we can just look at it like that and look at it at, at AI as something that can assist our productivity. Mm. This is for the work environment. Yeah, and someone else was saying as well that you can't really compare humans to robots because humans have emotions, right? We are emotional beings and we tend to approach things in a way that would in any way incorporate emotions. But when you look at robots, they are machines, right? Sometimes it's just an A and a B. There's no in-between, something that would 
kind of give you a sense of, oh, you know, I'm, I'm really lamenting with this person or I'm emotional because uh, this and this happened here. Uh, and and, and, and uh, just a practical example with throwing Katlero, who's an, a reporter, uh, to a story, right? Whereby there are a lot of people that are crying here uh, because the fire has devastated uh, their entire structure. They've lost their belongings. Uh, they've also lost uh, their loved ones in that fire. If you put a rubber here and say a report on this fire the robot would come and say fire devastated Katlero's uh, household uh, three people died and uh, the likes art you know but with Katlero then it would be a matter of uh, saying oh it's a somber environment uh, you know I can still see a loisy, little loisy's little shoe there by the door descriptive and you uh, you know what I mean so 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 people tend to would really need to understand that uh, the robbers can never be uh, human beings and uh, they can never uh, then in any way perform a task in a way that uh, you as a human being would, would then perform it. You're absolutely correct. And within the tools, I've, I've uploaded them. If people go into my LinkedIn profile, it's yeah. available for free. It's 22 tools. People, you are able to see this is the industry that I'm in. These are the kind of tools that I need to assist me. Mm-hmm. You know, not everything is for everybody. However, with each, which, with each and every single career space or level or, or, or area of expertise, there is an AI tool that can enhance what you do. For that, that's a great example. Another analogy I'll give you is Mondays. Mondays or Fridays are, are when people are probably the, the least productive. Mm-hmm. Now, if you know that generally on Mondays, you have got maybe let's say you're a slow starter or whatever the, the case may be. You've got tools now that are able to leverage that, to assist you, to be able to, you know, um, whether work faster or to be able to enhance the type of work that you do. It's all about researching and basically getting the correct tools for this. And another thing with AI, it has overtaken, it has assisted us because with IT, we had a problem. People said, hey, but no, it's going to take us time to understand computers. AI has overtaken IT just as a general understanding of a, of, of, of a topic. You now don't even need to study IT to have an understanding of better tools and apps. To use the AI. Use the AI and you'll be able to better, you know, even understand things that you did not understand before, but at a much quicker time because it's all about the time, you know, and, 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 and if people can look at it as that, can I have an assistant? I cannot afford to hire somebody to be my PA in business, but I can get myself a chat GPT. I can get myself a certain type of uh, an AI assistant that can, you can ask them questions and they'll give you the answer and you're able to do the work that you are supposed to be doing at a much better level. They're not smarter than us, but they're there to assist us. Mm. I mean, as much as we see the workers uh, trying by all means to understand where we find ourselves now, uh, do we see uh, industries, do we see companies as well uh, just uh, moving forth with uh, just incorporating technology, incorporating AI in the way that they're doing things in, in, in a way, uh, reskilling, upskilling and helping their workers to understand where we find ourselves right now? Uh, because that is 
is where productivity would then tend to come through and you would boom as a, a business here and, and would see you being innovative and agile in terms of where we find ourselves uh, right now. Are, are we seeing industries? Are we seeing companies? Are we seeing a challenge here uh, for businesses to also move, move, move forth uh, with uh, this particular AI? What we're seeing actually, what happened in 2023 was that um, companies had been stalling on average. But what we found was, especially with the emergence of the electric vehicle roadmaps coming in, all of a sudden, and the automated, uh, what you call it, self-drive vehicles, that whole emergence, because we tend to look to the West for trends, all of a sudden people started realizing that this is a reality that is upon us. And because of certain industries that we have in our country that have adopted AI quicker than others, and it'll be your industries like transport, you know, in industries like in the mineral um, uh, sector, where in the mines now they've got, they don't, operators, for example, don't necessarily, um, there's departments where they don't necessarily go and crack the rock, but they will use machines that are operated by operators who just, it's about technology, the buttons, and then this uh, machine is underground, and that's the machine that's actually digging. Now, to be able to advance from just using your hands, you know, to actually dig, you now need to have an understanding of things like machine learning, understanding how to operate certain machines, for example. And this, it's as simple as that, the adoption of digital technology to assist us. I always say aeroplanes have been using digital for the longest time. And whether people like it or not, we've been taking aeroplanes to fly all across the world. And we could look to that, that of course, then these are some of the safest, it's the safest mode of transport. So just like AI has been, or digital uh, has been assisting pilots, mm. we each and every single one of us need to adopt that type of uh, thinking going forward because jobs are going to change. What's required mm. at work is now going to be a skill that demands or needs us to have digital understanding. Hence, I love what Banyazal Sufi did when he was Minister of Education in primary schools and, and high schools now, he's incorporated these digital curriculum skills. You need an understanding of robotics, for example, in high school, and you need to understand coding now when you're in primary school, and they're offering these. You know, it tells you that in the next 10 years, these are the trends. This is what's going to be required for the workforce. So I'm speaking about this because I do not want us to keep being left behind. And the, month, the amount of time we're spending on social media you can, we can supplement that time with just Googling and getting yourself a free PDF on AI, having an understanding of what does it do and how can it assist what you are doing, whether you're a teacher, whether you're, you're working in the mine, whatever type of job that you're doing. We need to start familiarizing ourselves the same way that we adopted social media. That's the same way that we have to, supplementality we need to have going into AI because whether we like it or not, it is going to transform the workplace. Certain workspaces are already transformed and we do not want to get left behind. Yeah. And also, Loazi, when you look at it, uh, some people would say that in South Africa, uh, we are really moving towards issues of being transformed as a country, being developed as a nation. Uh, other nations uh, like your Rwanda, uh, the US and the West and the likes, uh, when you look at how technology has been advancing there, uh, they are way ahead of time. Do we see their workspaces having transformed? How do they look like as we speak right now? If we are saying that we're looking towards a transformed world of work where South Africa is 
is concerned, are we more or less seeing these practical examples uh, coming from the U.S. and other nations as well? That is a great analogy, and I love that it's an African country. Mm. People should look to Rwanda. What Rwanda Rwanda has done in the last 10, 15 years is phenomenal in terms of what they did. The government invited all the people that had left, all the professionals that had left to first world countries, maybe during the genocide and after that. They reinvited them back, offered them incentives to open companies in the country, and they established what's called smart cities. Now, the Rwandan capital, Kigali, I've got a friend who was there, uh, the CEO of the Chartered Institute of Logistics and Transport. She tells me that the whole city is digital in terms of movement, whether it's transport, whether it's banking, whether it's um, connectivity. And how this was instilled, they were, uh, what's the word, intentional about it, that we're going to have smart cities and this is how we're going to transform. And there is no cry of digital has taken our jobs. Instead, people have adjusted. The security guard at the gate understands how to use an advanced app on there, whether it's on their phone or on a certain tool that is using AI. And it is, it is an, their transport system. It is an all theater. And people understand that this is a shared vision, a strategy towards technology that will incorporate uh, all, 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 all spheres of career paths, all spheres of the professional environment. The banking is very good there as well. And they say opening a company in Rwanda has got less red tape than anywhere else in Africa, the ability to do business. And those of us that know, we know the history of Rwanda, that it comes from a very, very terrible past. But the way they've transformed, I think it's, they call it uh, Africa Singapore. So those that want to do research in terms of how AI has transformed some uh, African countries, Rwanda is actually an excellent, excellent benchmark. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's one of the countries that uh, one should really draw from uh, if you are looking at uh, just getting the best out of this particular uh, space and the technological advancement where uh, we look at it uh, as a country right now, as a, uh, the education sector, uh, do we see, you know, more or less this particular education system, uh, uh, you know, centered or focused on ensuring that we prepare young ones for for the world of work and how then technology would then come through to supplement what they're doing over time. Because someone would have to say that it needs to start there at the foundation phase Absolutely. where we fix our education in a way that we won't be compromising the young ones that would be the future, that would tend to occupy all of these industries in, in, in the near future. That's a very brilliant question. And again, I'm, I'm going to have to give props, you know, to uh, Mr. Banyazalu Sufi. You know, in South Africa, we have now, and, and I've attached that document on my article, the Communications and Digital Technologies Department of South Africa has got a document. Uh, it's available on my blog. It's called the Digital, the National Digital Future Skills Strategy. It speaks of the actual interventions. These are already happening. So I would encourage people, if you've got a, a company that's registered and you're thinking of what business ideas you can come up with and you are in the training, uh, what, what, what do you call it, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, field, look at there's a digital curricula, a curriculum for the development uh, of uh, the digital skills. There's the teacher digital skills training that, they, that they're also absorbing. There's also the school's connectivity and digital infrastructure and services. 
this is what the government is currently working on. These are their interventions. So we obviously need to have a holistic look at whatever comes into the country. How do we get involved? You know, if anybody, if you draw up a business plan according to these three pillars that I've said, the digital curriculum. So you go draw up a, a lesson plan around digital education and the curriculum development around it. How to teach. The second one is teacher digital skills training. How do we advance our teachers? How do we upskill them so that they're up to date with um, an all-in-service type of uh, teacher's training for uh, digital skills? And then the last one is how do we connect to our schools and how do we provide a digital infrastructure? This is where in our private sector can actually come together, but it's going to take black innovators, you know, black and white innovators, but I would encourage our majority, those that want to get into business, look at how you can offer these to your local community and go to your local, um, uh, what do you call it, Department of Education, come up with one of these three and you offer those and uh, you're already a part of the, 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 the change, but there is an actual a digital skills and digital future schools strategy that's been out since 2020. Uh, I've attached that document. People can go onto my blog and, and it's available for free. You can download it and you can see where you fit in and you can become part of uh, the change because obviously to cover the whole country is going to take some time, but we need the inclusion. We people come up with businesses, uh, we formulate small companies, we work in groups and we start these smart hubs. Yeah. And, and also, Loazi, uh, before I let you go, we know very well that uh, uh, there are risks and all of those opportunistic elements that would tend to uh, come through where uh, these processes are concerned. Uh, do we see cyber issues being picked yes. up where, uh, you know, these advancements are concerned? And, and how do actually companies or even individual people uh, protect themselves from uh, being victimized here? Okay, that's a fantastic question. Security is everything, just like anywhere else, whatever type of business you have, in in anything. So I would encourage people as well. There is definitely a need, a big need for cybersecurity. There's a huge need. So I would encourage um, people who are probably in high school, young students, to have start having a look at what cybersecurity speaks to. But most importantly, I'll also, in the workplace, I'll advise people who are working there, you need to start looking at what is uh, cybersecurity and start doing short courses. Google offers these for free. I've started a course in uh, generative AI myself. You know, I started the, 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 I enrolled during the holiday season. I was like, you know what, I'm not missing out. And it's Google. It's a Google-free course. You study about the generative of AI. However, cybersecurity is going to be one of the biggest jobs in the market this year. Data analytics, analyzing what data means for companies and how they can use usually customer information to understand what customers' needs are. And data, what you call it, and cybersecurity. It is a huge, huge, huge thing. And I'll encourage people, if you want to bump up your cheese, go study uh, cybersecurity. Every single company needs it because as we transform into digital, we need the security guards. They're like the SAP is for the, for, for the online world. Mm-hmm. So definitely. So, so where does one go? Maybe give us those details again, Luz. You can go on, okay, uh, to, to be able to access the digital future skills strategy in yeah. the South African one, you just go on to uh, my blog. It's called newtimesglobal.wordpress. That's newtimesglobal.wordpress. 
dot WordPress. The article is on there. Um, it's on there and it's available for free. You can download it. It's right at the bottom of the article. So that's newtimesglobal.com. And on uh, LinkedIn, it's Luazi Mangele. If you go onto my LinkedIn, it's Luazi Mangele. There's an article that, uh, a reposted article there from Dirk Z. He's a phenomenal AI specialist on LinkedIn. And he, he's, he's put up 22 tools. It's a free a PDF. 22 AI tools that are good for productivity for all industries. And people can go there and have a look. So there's something for everybody. And uh, for, for, for parents as well, I would encourage them this year, have a look at what uh, your kid likes. Analyze children. Look at what they're about. Uh, I love what the, the, the previous um, guest you had said, that yeah. kids are not all the same. We need to analyze our children. And we need to go out of our way as parents to start offering them certain things. You'll be amazed how smart your kids are. They don't all have to be extroverted. Find digital courses. Children love that. And the earlier that they grasp any type of digital course or any type of digital activity, mm. they, they, they fly, you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, we are part of this globe, right? Like I always say, and if you want to be a competitive uh, global citizen, uh, you would want to really not be left behind. Arm yourself with those skills. I mean, even if you are uh, one person that is already uh, skilled, you can never be uh, too skilled, right? Uh, So there's always an opportunity uh, for you to learn, relearn, but also uh, it will be interesting for companies to embark on programs here uh, that would ensure that they upskill, reskill some of their workers in line with this regime and this movement where AI is concerned. And and also, I mean, it will be prudent for us here at home as well to get our domestic challenges in order, like the electricity crisis and the likes. These are some of the hurdles that when you think of and you're thinking technology, you're thinking advancement, you're thinking, hey, Mona, you still need to go fix your back back door, fix what's happening there in your uh, in your house in terms of uh, these load shedding crisis. But hopefully uh, this will soon be a thing of the past and we'll see a technology flourish uh, here at home. Nazi, it's always lovely, man, speaking to you, uh, doing it for the first time in the year 2024, the first of many, I believe, to yeah. come. Uh, so Great. it's an exciting one. Uh, thank you very much, man, for always giving us your time. Thank you so much, Kaseho, and thank you so much to the listeners, and thank you so much, man. Let's have a good year ahead. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm hoping and praying that indeed, uh, everyone uh, really got the best out of this conversation here, and would ensure that you uh, arm yourself. Uh, if you are saying yeah. I'm a young person, I'm unemployed. Uh, this is an opportunity for you to upskill yourself uh, so mm. that you are employable uh, as we look to the future. Lozi, always lovely speaking to you, man. Enjoy the rest of your week. Don't be a stranger. Let's touch base soon. Definitely looking forward. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Kasha. Awesome, man. Loazi Mangrele coming through there to help us really make sense of the future world of work. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.